1: You know what it is, it's your boy Dane Martinez a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. the Spitting Statistician and you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network Big shout out to everybody listening live on iHeartRadio and on TuneIn Radio and of course watching live here at Studio 34 at Rockin' Riley's on the Fantasy Sports Network live YouTube stream I got my man Chris Bavona down there the Bounty Hunter, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. If you want to holler at me this hour, you absolutely can. The number to call is 844-843-6879 You could also find me on Twitter at Spittin' Speeds Holler at me, follow me, ask me questions. I do my best to get right back to you definitely before you need to set your lineups for week two It is a football Friday As we get ready for week two Some teams are 1-0, and some teams are 0-1. You're still regardless going to try to win some cash One way to win some cash is by betting on on these home dogs. I told you about them last week. The home dogs went 3-1 against the spread. The San Francisco 49ers were the only ones who did not at least cover in week one as a home dog. So I ask you on Twitter this week, which home dog do you think has the best chance? Your options are the Indianapolis Colts catching 7.5 points at home against the Cardinals, or is it the Saints who return home to the Dome? They're catching 6.5 against the Pats. The Broncos are getting 2, two and a half, one and a half, depending on your shop at home against the Cowboys and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Everybody's darling. Like, Are they for real? Are they for real? Well, we'll find out in their home opener. They're catching a point and a half against the Tennessee Titans. If you want to holler at me this episode, you can at 844- 843-6879. What we're going to do, I'm going to give you news and notes and injuries like always. I'm going to break down what you need to know and what you need to take away from that Thursday night football dumpster fire that was the Texans and the Bengals last night. We're also going to give you my DFS lineup. I'm going to be joined later on by my man, Chris Venture, the analyst. We're going to be giving out DFS lineups for week two, and I'm going to tell you which home dogs I like to win a little bit of cash in week two of the NFL season. We're going to do all of that, but of course, we are also going to take your calls. The number to call is 844-843-6879. The phone lines are already lighting up. We are about to blow up like a Samsung 7. Let me start right now. Some of these injuries that are popping up, I am a little bit concerned about. Not necessarily for right now, but for long term. We're talking about LaShawn McCoy. Bill's already worried about his legs already. Talking about Sam Bradford. He has already had knee issues, and they are saying they are a little bit worried about Bradford. He's listed as questionable. Also... In Miami, Jay Ajayi already worried about his knee. They didn't even play in week one. What are we doing? And if that is cause for alarm, I'll get into that. Thursday night football, home dogs to fade, DFS lineups, and your questions. We'll be dropping stats over beats all hour. It's the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Come on right back. Speeds the spitting Statistician, your boy, holding you down. Let's go. Quarterback to receiver hookups, running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017
0: RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Plus, you get a full year of
1: in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive edge fantasy football package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio and check out for your special discount. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle. We're dropping stats over beats with your boy Speeds, the spitting statistician, holding you down on a Friday. It's happy hour somewhere right now. Hope you're having a great time listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The phone lines are lighting up. I will get to your questions, but I've got to first start with some news and notes that can impact your decisions for week two of the NFL season. First of all, Patriots wide receiver Danny Ann Mandola. His mom makes the best meatballs, eh? But he's still got knee issues. He's still got that head... Concussion protocol. He's still not practicing. He's gonna probably be out for week two in that game against the Saints. I think that is even more reason. You could think about some of these pass catching backs for the Patriots, the Deion Lewis's, the James White, and even Brandon Cooks in a revenge game. I bump all those guys up because I know Danny Amendola is likely not going to go week two in the dome. Also, Sam Bradford listed as questionable. I talked to you about that at the top of the show. Listed as questionable with a knee issue. are optimistic long term, but this, this is something that I think you need to watch. Bradford looked amazing in week one with an 84% completion percentage. Watch what happens if guys like TJ Watt or Bud Dupree get any pressure on him this Sunday in Pittsburgh. He even had an MRI, and with Bradford's knee issues... I would be holding my breath to see if Bradford makes it throughout the season for what looks like a contending team in Minnesota. John Brown is out for the Cardinals here in Week 2 against the Colts. I think that pushes up J.J. Nelson into a possible flex kind of level, maybe even a back-end wide receiver three for the Cardinals. Is going to be Fitzgerald, and who else? With no David Johnson, now smoke Joe Brown, John Brown is also out. Big news out of Chicago. The Bears are listing Jordan Howard as questionable with a shoulder issue. It seems like that might now become a full-on timeshare with everybody's darling Tyreek Cohen. I know some of the callers later on are going to ask me about Tyreek Cohen. This is even more uh, uh, reason to love Tyreek Cohen. Jordan Howard is a little bit banged up. It's early in the season. I think they try to work, you know, manage his snaps. Even more opportunity for eat for Tyree Cohen. And some of these uh, Chicago wide receivers are going to have to do something. I personally think that Kendall Wright is the Bears wide receiver to own and don't sleep on Marcus Wheaton potentially coming back from injury he had a finger injury he might be someone who gets a lot of opportunity for the Chicago Bears as well the Chargers have ruled out cornerback Jason Verrett due to a knee injury as they open at home against the Miami Dolphins I think this is very important I have been touting this Chargers defense and the reasons why were the pressure they get from Ingram and Bosa on the edge and also that they had not one but two all pro cornerbacks in Casey Hayward and Jason Verrett. If Verrett is out, I think that's a boost for Mr. Devontae Parker on the Dolphins this week because in my opinion, Hayward then might be on Landry. That means Parker could be open down the field and you know Jay Cutler is going to try to push the ball down the field. Also, after the uh, dumpster fire that was Thursday night football last night, the Bengals have fired offensive coordinator Ken Zampezi. They have uh, promoted the quarterback's coach, Bill Lazer to be now the offensive coordinator. And I think it's great for him. But listen, there's not much they can do. I told you that their problems are rooted in the offensive line. I said it after week one. I said it all week. I continue to say it. I fade the Cincinnati Bengals. That offensive line is trash. They are going to get Andy Dalton killed, and Andy Dalton is not good with pressure in his face. You saw it in week one when he threw four picks. You saw it again last night. And so that makes me go to Thursday Night Football. If you saw that game, then kudos to you. You must have had a betting interest. You must have had a fantasy interest in that game. I told you about this offensive line on Cincinnati. That is not something a new offensive coordinator is going to fix. They're going to have to go max protect all the time. They're going to have to find someone off the street it looks like. This is going to be a problem and the fact that they fire their offensive coordinator after just two games, albeit two home games where they didn't score a touchdown, I think that is sending a signal. What do I think that means for the Bengals moving forward? I think they're going to do two things i think they're going to force feed aj green the ball so if you have aj green and you're worried about this i think he's the only one who's going to be okay i think you can see him become a target monster as the season evolves the other thing i think it means i think they might end this three-person committee at running back you know you got giovanni bernard jeremy hill and the kid joe mixon i think that once again jeremy hill Proves that he is not ready to be the quote-unquote starter. He's been the nominal starter for the first two games. I think this is going to be an increase in work for Joe Mixon. He was the most productive running back last night for the Cincinnati Bengals at like 40 yards and with a one catch out of the backfield. I think you're going to see a lot more of Joe Mixon moving forward. But yes, the Cincinnati Bengals have fired Ken Zampezi as offensive coordinator. Another thing that I took from yesterday's game I told you about it yesterday also. Dante Foreman, I think, is in a legit committee now with Lamar Miller. Okay, Lamar Miller had 18 carries for 61 yards. Dante Foreman had 12 carries for 40 yards, and they used him towards the end when they needed to really pound it in and wear it out at the end of the game. And I got to tell you something. Right now and say, like Yahoo Leagues, Foreman is only owned in 8% of leagues. So if you're at happy hour right now with a big old crew, Let's say you got 10 friends with you. Only one of you is in a league where Dante Foreman is owned. I think this could be a guy to stash on your bench. I wouldn't be surprised if Foreman overtakes Lamar Miller as the lead back in Houston by the second half of the season. Remember how I also said they're going to force feed A.J. Green the ball? I also think if you're a Houston Texans fan or – fantasy owner, you saw that they are going to force-feed DeAndre Hopkins the ball. D-Hop, the D-Hop He had seven catches with 73 yards, but he had 13 targets. He had 16 targets in week one. This is now a trend that is going to continue. DeAndre Hopkins, I believe, will be top five in the NFL in terms of targets this year. Seven catches for 73 yards. You also saw in their late drives, Deshaun Watson was looking at D Hop and no one else. Okay, It was quick comeback to DeAndre Hopkins. Back shoulder to DeAndre Hopkins. In route to DeAndre Hopkins. Little out route to DeAndre Hopkins. When they are down, they are going to force feed DeAndre Hopkins. And that is what it is. Those are my takeaways from Thursday Night Football and the news and notes. But, uh, Bavona, it's time for us to now go to the phones, okay? We got a lot of questions, I know. It looks like, Bavona, we're going to start with Alex in West Palm Beach and the in the Fantasy Freestyle. It's Alex, you got a question of a little trade-off or a little two-for-one and some wide receiver questions as it relates to the uh, Green Bay Packers. Hey, Alex, you are dropping stats over Beats with the spitting statistician on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up? How you doing, man? Doing all right. How can I help you, man? Uh, so I
0: recently, during, um, what was it, Tuesday,
1: I got a trade offer for, uh, it was originally Kareem Hunt and Julio Jones for Le'Veon Bell. And I kind of told them no, but I said I'd think of a counter. And my counter I was thinking about was uh Todd Gurley and Julio for Le'Veon.
0: But should I make that counter or should I just stick with my team? Honestly?
1: Yeah. Alright, so thanks for the call, Alex. Thanks for the call, Alex. Yesterday on the fantasy freestyle, one of the things I told everybody is, especially early in the season, I hate these two-for-one trades where people are going to offer you two people for your stud, right? I hate those in general because what I want to do is accumulate as many weak winning people as possible. This, however, is a different situation because in Julio Jones, you're getting another weak winning person. So generally speaking, I say hold tight, but this is something I would consider. I got to tell you something, Alex. I consider this because you're giving up Le'Veon Bell, but you're getting back another potential RB1, and you're getting Julio Jones, who is an elite talent. I would seriously consider this trade, and I understand you kind of got to do it now, because when Le'Veon Bell pops off in week two, you're not going to be getting these kind of offers anymore. I think this is a viable trade. I think this is a viable trade offer, okay? I don't think you can go wrong either way. I understand keeping Le'Veon Bell. But with Julio Jones coming back, whether it's Kareem Hunt or Todd Gurley, I think this is something you seriously need to consider. Thanks for the call. We got one more question that we can get to in this block. It is Ben in Seattle. He's got a wide receiver question. It sounds like I got to pick two. Ben in Seattle, you're uh you're on the Fantasy Freestyle. We're up against the break, so tell me what it is, man. What you got? How can I help you? All right, so I got to start my second
0: receiver. I have Mike Evans, but my number two is shaky, so I don't know if I need to start. Martavis, Bryant, Adam Thielen, Corey Coleman, or Devontae Parker.
1: Ooh, interesting. And those are the only two? You only need one of those guys? Yeah, one of those four guys. All right. Um,. I think it's not Martavis Bryant because I think there's too many mouths to feed in Pittsburgh, okay, between Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, and others. You know, Martavis Bryant is kind of a home run play, right? If he pops off, great, but if you need to depend on him, I don't know about this. For me, it comes down to Devontae Parker or Adam Thielen. You heard me at the top of the show maybe say that uh, Jason Verrett, the Pro Bowl cornerback for the Los Angeles Chargers, is out, and... And Jay Cutler loves to force the ball to Devontae Parker. I think Devontae Parker is going to have a great opener for the Miami Dolphins. I like Devontae Parker. I could also understand Adam Thielen. They kind of go in that same tier, whether it's Thielen or Parker. I'm going Thielen or Parker. I think you could go either way. If you put a gun to my head, though, I'm giving you Devontae Parker because I think he's going to catch a bomb and blow up against the Los Angeles Chargers in week two, although it's week one for the Miami Dolphins. When we come back, we're going to be joined by my man Chris we're going to be giving you DFS lineups and we'll go back to the phones and take your calls stay on hold we'll get to you I'm going to help you out here dropping stats over beats it's a fantasy freestyle right here on the award-winning fantasy sports radio network come on right back
0: Hunter Henry Sterling Shepard Michael Thomas these three NFL sophomores are not due to slump they're due to break
1: out Just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app,
0: FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
1: I'm just getting warm. LL Cool J coming back here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Chris Bavona, the man animal dropping stats over beats, keeping it hotter then a Samsung 7, like, blowing up. You know what I'm saying here? We got mad calls on the line, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to tell Chris to hold on a little bit. We're going to give us our DFS lineups a little bit later on in the show because you guys are holding, and we want to make sure we can answer your questions. I am a man of the people. I am trying to help you out so you can win your leagues and win that cash if we go into week two. Our next question here, we have Reed in Michigan. Reed in Michigan, it sounds like you got a flex question for me. You're on the Fantasy Freestyle. What's up?
0: Hey, thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Um, I've got uh, pretty deep wide receivers. I've got Jordy Nelson and DeAndre Hopkins as my wide receiver one and two. Cool. But I'm in a super flex league, and I need my flex play. I'm going to start a wide receiver because it's half-point PPR. Okay. I'm wondering if I should start Devontae Parker, Martavis Bryant, uh, Jameson Crowder, or Richard Matthews.
1: Thanks for the call. Uh, I'm going Parker there. I'm going Parker there. Jamison Crowder is a little bit banged up. I'm still worried about him. Richard Matthews, I don't know. They're going to spread the ball. All of a sudden, there's a lot of options in Tennessee. Eric Decker, Corey Davis, Delaney Walker as well. And Martavis Bryant, who you mentioned, I think is a good play. I think he's a home run kind of play, a boom or a bust play. I'm going to wait a little bit on him. I love Devontae Parker. I told a previous caller as well. I think that Jay Cutler is going to force the ball a little bit to Devontae Parker, try and go deep down the field to Devontae Parker, and if you heard at the top of this show, the show, the Chargers are without one of their best cornerbacks in Jason Verrett, so because of all those reasons, I'm going with Devontae Parker. I like Devontae Parker this week as a nice little play um, as the Miami Dolphins have their first game of the season. Next question, we got Malcolm in Phoenix joining the Fantasy Freestyle. Malcolm in Phoenix, you got a question about our darling of the week, Mr. Tyreek Cohen. Malcolm, you're dropping stats over Beats, you're on the Fantasy Freestyle Speeds. What's going on?
0: Yeah, yeah man, thank you. I love your show a lot. Um, I need to start two of these people. Saheem Coyne, Devontae Adams,
1: DeMarco Mary, or James White. I need to start two of them. Uh, thanks for the call and thanks for the love, Malcolm. Is this a PPR league? Let me ask you that. Is this a PPR or a standard league? PPR. All right. If it's PPR, I think your answer is clear. I think it's definitely Tyree Cohen, okay? I love Tyree Cohen this week, especially Jordan Howard is listed as questionable. I think that means more opportunity for Tyree Cohen. You know the Bears wide receivers have already gone down, Cam Meredith and Kevin White as well. So I love Tyree Cohen. The other guys you mentioned were Devontae Adams, looks like DeMarco Murray, and James White. I'm going to go DeMarco Murray there, okay? I think DeMarco Murray is like the solid option he will produce for you. James White, there's so many different Patriots running backs, and you never know which one is going to pop off. You're going to be so pissed off if you put James White in your lineup and then Deion Lewis or Lee goes off, okay? And then when Devontae Adams, listen, there's going to be a ton of production on Sunday Night Football, but when you compare him up against DeMarco Murray, DeMarco Murray is going to be like a guaranteed 15-20 touches. Devontae Adams, you don't know. The ball could go to Jordy Nelson. The ball could go to Randall Cobb. The ball could go to Ty Montgomery. The ball could go to... Go to Black Unicorn Martellus Bennett. So given all that, I'm going with DeMarco Murray and Tyreek Cohen as the two options there. But Malcolm, thank you. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the support. Call back anytime. Thanks for the love. Brian in Tennessee. Brian in Tennessee is next on the Fantasy Freestyle. Sounds like you got a question about your... Okay, nope, Brian was not able to hold on so more, I'm sorry, guys. The phone lines are heating up right now in the Fantasy Freestyle. If you want to get in line, you can at 844-843-6879. The next one, it looks like we're going back to Josh and Callie. Josh and Callie has a question that I may have already answered because of my love for Tyreek Cohn, but let's get him on the Fantasy Freestyle anyway. Josh, you're dropping stats over beats with speeds. What's going on? All right, thank you, man. Um, So pretty much I have in my two receivers – um slots I have Randall Cobb because I believe that it's going to be a shootout obviously I feel so I'm taking a risk with that Cooper Cup I I have him on my second believe that golf likes him a lot and then um for my flex spot this is where I'm conflicted because I have Larry Fitzgerald obviously you heard what happened to Brown but I mean should I start Larry or should I start three Cohen in my um in my flex and I even have Galladay but I'm not going to take a risk on that um, what do you think uh, I should do for that? Thanks for the call, Josh out there. I'm gonna go with. I'm telling everybody, yo, I love Tyree Cohen this week. I love Tyree Cohen this week. If you can get him in your lineups, get him in your lineups. Okay. Listen again, Jordan Howard questionable with his shoulder. They, he may be in a real life timeshare I- with Tyree Cohen. Okay. And also, you talk about Larry Fitzgerald, and yeah, there's no John Brown, but at the same time, J.J. Nelson and others might be there with with the Cardinals. My concern, to be quite honest, yeah, David Johnson is gone. I've been telling everybody since the start of the season, I don't think that Carson Palmer is a stud quarterback anymore. I think Carson Palmer is a problem. I think Carson Palmer is about to fall off a cliff. Yes, in PPR settings, you may want to go with Larry Fitzgerald, but I like the boomer bus play of Tyreek Cohen. And also, we all expect the Arizona Cardinals to beat Indianapolis and then have to grind in the second half and maybe run the clock out. So because of those reasons, I love Tyreek Cohen. Thanks for the call. Josh out there. There in California, we're going out to Boise now. We've got Kendall in Boise. This is a 16-team league and PPR and the flex spot. So we, we, I like this because we may be talking about other people a little bit further down the rankings, and that's where you really win these leagues. Okay, a 16-team league. First of all, props to you, Kendall, for being in such a competitive league. Kendall, you are on the fantasy freestyle, drop in stats over beats. How can I help you out for your flex spot?
0: Hey, man, yeah, I appreciate you taking my call, man. You guys are awesome. You're killing it. Uh, yeah, 16-team, it's it's getting brutal. I'm picking up handcuffs, handcuffs at this point. But either way, flex play. Um, I've got either Ted Ginn Jr., which I have a lot of faith in him because I think they're going to move the ball a lot in that game, or Buck Allen. And there's just not enough. I feel there's a sample size, and I feel like it's going to be kind of game script against Cleveland. I don't know. What do you think?
1: I agree with you. I'm going Ted Ginn Jr. there. I agree with you completely. I do not believe in, to be honest, I don't believe in any of the Ravens. I don't believe that this offense is dynamic enough to really support a week-in, week-out fantasy stud. I do, however, like Ted Ginn Jr. I think there's going to be a lot of production in that game, in the Dome. I understand that the Patriots cornerbacks are no joke, but Ted Ginn Jr. can run past anybody. And in that fast track in the Dome, I think Ted Ginn Jr., especially with Sneed still suspended, I like Ted Ginn Jr. in that uh, spot, Kendall. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the call. Ted Ginn Jr. is my answer. I think Ted Ginn even retains some value when uh, Willie Sneed comes back, if you want to know the truth. We go now to Eddie. Eddie is in Seattle. Eddie in Seattle has a flex question. Um, Eddie, you're dropping stats over beats. How can I help you, man? You're listening with speeds. Hey, thanks, speed.
0: My flex question is... uh, Second part of my question from yesterday when you told me to roll out Ingram over LeGarrett Blunt. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, AJ Green lost ground for me last night, and I have uh, Nelson and Fitzgerald in my wide receivers slots. That leaves me with LeGarrett Blunt, Alshon Jeffries, Perkins, or Crowder. Crowder with his hip, that's kind of a concern to me, and Perkins, the Giants, is lacking the run. So I'm stuck with two Eagles. And with Barry being out and Peterson not shadowing as much, would I be better off going with Jeffries or rolling with Blunt?
1: Is this a PPR league or standard?
0: No, it's a standard, and it's tight scoring. It's only passing, rushing, and receiving one point every 25 yards.
1: Oh, that is tight, man. That is tight. Um. I'm off LaGarrett Blunt, man. I really am. I agree with you that I don't buy the Giants running game, so I'm shading I'm fading Perkins. I agree with you about the hip and Jamison Crowder. I think the last man standing there is Alshon Jeffrey. I would go Alshon Jeffrey given that I am off LGBT, LaGarrett Blunt. I um I think they're gonna try to work it with Darren Sproles and other you know, in other ways. Um they like Wendell Smallwood as well. There's been a lot of buzz about Smallwood. Um I'm off LeGarrette Blunt so given the options um, I'm going with Alshon Jeffrey there and remember I did say that with Mark Ingram as well I think Mark Ingram is going to pop off for you on Sunday thanks for calling back though Eddie I really appreciate it Alshon Jeffrey is the play in my opinion there we got a couple more questions we're going to fill this segment with questions and then Chris and my DFS lineups will be coming up after the break our next question comes from Paulie T in Eastchester hey Paulie you're dropping stats over beats with a spitting statistician how can I help you man
0: Hey guys, how you doing? I'm in a 12-man PPR league, and I've heard all the buzz and taken all the information regarding Jay Howard um, this week in the RB position. Would you play Jay Howard uh, with the shoulder, or T West against the Cleveland matchup, and also Devontae Adams versus D Jackson?
1: Okay. So let's do one at a time here. Jordan Howard against Terrence West. I'm still going Jordan Howard. I think at some point, the skill of the player trumps the opportunity. I, I do not think Terrence West is a good football player. I do not think the Baltimore Ravens offense is dynamic. So with that, uh, I'm still going Jordan Howard in terms of the wide receivers that you mentioned. I believe it was, I believe it was Deshaun Jackson. And who was the other one again? We don't have that. Okay. So it was Deshaun Jackson. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Paulie. I forgot who the other wide receiver was. Um, with, but Deshaun Jackson is going to pop, I think, uh, in that opener for Tampa. I forgot who the other one was. I feel like it was a Packer though. And with the, in Green Bay, there's going to be a ton of production there. If it's one of the Packers wide receivers, whether it's Adams or Cobb, I do like the Packers wide receivers there. We got time for one more, uh, Carlton and Shytown real quick. We're up against the break. We're up against the break real quick. Carlton, it sounds like your op, your question was, Des Bryant or Sterling Shepard. And with that, I understand you can only go so far, guys, okay? And I understand that Des has the Denver Broncos in that secondary, but they're going to still try to find Des Bryant some opportunity. I don't think. Uh Sterling Shepard goes above Des Bryant I pick Dez Bryant Only if Odell Beckham is completely ruled out Which that has not happened Then Sterling Shepard is viable But uh, Carlton, I'm going with Des Bryant for your situation Okay, when we come back We're going to get my DFS lineup My boy Chris, the analyst's DFS lineup as well Leland and Craig Sorry man, hit me up on Twitter at I'll answer your questions there When we come back, we got DFS lineups Right here on the Fantasy Freestyle Time you. Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle We're dropping stats over beats With the bounty hunter Chris Bavona Keeping it hotter than a Samsung 7 blowing up like liquid hot magma. What we're going to do, I gave you some of your questions in the last segment. For all those who I didn't get to, I apologize. You could always hit me up on Twitter at Speeds. but I want to get to a little DFS action because it's not only season long. Who do I start? This guy or this guy? We're going to build a DFS lineup for you, and I am joined right now by my man, the analyst Chris Ventra. Chris, we're going to make the people some money, right? How you feeling? We're going to try and do this every Friday on the Fantasy freestyle. We're going to bring you in to talk DFS lineups and see if we can make the people some money, all right? Chris, so uh That's right. Welcome. How you feeling? You feeling confident we're going to win some money?
0: Yeah, I'm definitely feeling good. Week 2 after we saw the week 1 uh, you know, defenses
1: and offenses Absolutely, absolutely. So let me ask you this. Let's start right off the bat. Uh, There are some games, Chris, this week where the totals are incredibly high. I'm talking about Sunday night football where the Packers and the Falcons are going to get after it. A lot of people expect that to be a shootout. A lot of people also expect there to be a shootout in New Orleans as the Saints take on the Patriots. Those are four stud quarterbacks. Let me ask you, are any of those guys uh, in your lineup?
0: Yes, they are. I got Matty Ice going this weekend as my
1: top lineup, and I'm stacking him with Julio Jones. Okay, okay. So Matt Ryan to Julio Jones is a stack that you're going with. And people that are new to DFS, okay, when we say stack, we mean putting the quarterback and the wide receiver for the same team in your lineup. So, for example, Chris has Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, okay? So he believes that Matt Ryan's going to throw a touchdown to Julio Jones because then you get double credit, and that's what we mean by the stack. I like that, Chris. Where I'm going, I'm going a little bit different. I'm staying with these high-priced quarterbacks. I do believe week two is where you pay up for quarterbacks. I didn't do that last week. I hit with Carson Wentz as a quarterback, down at a little bit cheaper option, but this week these totals are just way too high to pass up. So yes, I have in two different lineups, Tom Brady with one and in that situation, I'm stacking him with Brandon Cooks, his number one wide receiver. And in my other lineup, I like you, Chris, with that Sunday Night Football Act. I'm going Aaron Rodgers, and, of course, then I'm stacking it with my man, Jordy Nelson. So we talked about the stacks, Chris, mm-hmm. and we talked about you know the uh, quarterback position. Tell me some of your running backs that you like this week. Who are your running backs in your FanDuel lineup, Chris, that you're paying for here in Week 2?
0: Yeah, so because I went a little lower with Matty Ice out of those big quarterbacks and those big matchups, I was able to get DeMarco Murray. I like him against Jacksonville because I think people are going to sleep – and I think that Jacksonville's was a great defense, even though they stopped that awful Houston Texans offense and offensive line. I think DeMarco Murray has a good day, uh, on, especially uh, DraftKings because of the PPR. Right. And... I think after a week, week one, people are going to sleep under him. He's not going to be that high-owned. My other running back, Marshawn Lynch, against the Jets. I think Oakland's going to run the ball a lot. They'll be ahead later in the game. And uh, I think Lynch gets at least one touchdown.
1: All right, absolutely. And here's another thing that Chris is telling you about, okay? When you do DFS, there's the stack. But the DFS, another strategy is you have to understand the game flow, okay? So Chris is talking about Marshawn Lynch because he thinks, as do most people, that the Oakland Raiders are going to dominate the Jets and be up by a lot in the second half. What you do when you're up by a lot, you run the ball. Right now, though, right now, though, the Oakland Raiders are 14 and a half point favorites against the New York Jets. And if you think that that's too many points, you can go on over to mybookie.ag and you could enter, you know, put a couple of shekels on the Jets if you think that's way too many points and they won't be able to cover that spread. I love mybookie.ag, okay? They pay out fast. They have live, you know, live lines, in-game betting. Their reputation is rock solid and if you go sign up right now and you enter the promo code freestyle tell them Speeds the Spitting Statistician sent you you will get a 100% match bonus on your initial deposit okay so Chris you went with DeMarco Murray and you went with Marshawn Lynch two games that you think those teams are going to be up and running the ball let me tell you some of the running backs that I like in DFS for week two and I'm going with a little stars and scrubs here you could pay up and if you pay up I recommend Ezekiel Elliott Zeke is going for eight. 8,700 on FanDuel. And let me tell you something. They're up against... The Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos have a completely elite secondary. The way to beat the Denver Broncos is not by the pass. I think Dallas knows that. I think they're going to ride their stud offensive line and Ezekiel Elliott. I think they're going to try to grind out this game a little bit of a time of possession. So out of these high price running backs, I like Ezekiel Elliott. There are, however, a few lower end running backs that I think can do some work. The first guy I want to tell you, I think he's a cornerstone for lineups this week is Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery, the running back of the Green Bay Packers. Like I said, in that game on Sunday night, there's going to be a ton of production. And the beauty with a guy like Ty Montgomery is that he's not only going to see it in the running game, he's going to be in the passing game as well. So I like Ty Montgomery. There's also going to be a ton of production in that game in the dome where the Saints take on the Patriots. So for that, I'm going to Saints running back, Saints running back Mark Ingram. I like Mark Ingram at 6,200 on FanDuel. Okay, Mark Ingram surprisingly that does work out of the passing game as well. I like Ty Montgomery. I like Mark Ingram. And to your point, Chris, the other running back I'll give out is Jonathan Stewart on the Carolina Panthers. He's going at only 5,900 on FanDuel. I think the Carolina Panthers win their home opener against Buffalo, and they will be in a similar situation trying to run the ball out, run the clock out in the right. second half. And if you remember, earlier in the week, I reported that the Panthers are looking to maybe limit Christian McCaffrey's snaps, and I think... Think that means even more Jonathan Stewart let's go to uh, wide receivers uh, Chris and some you know we mentioned some of these already the stack with Julio Jones I'm stacking them with Brandon Cooks and Jordy Nelson give me some of your other mid to low level wide receivers that you want to throw out there for week two uh, I really
0: like in this lineup I actually have two mid to low level wide receivers in there Devante Adams mm. on Green Bay I think after week one performance where he didn't get targeted as much uh, now everybody's jumping on the Randall Cobb bandwagon I think Adams comes back into the fold uh, and then and has one touchdown at least. Martavius Bryant is my other one. Uh, I think against the Minnesota Vikings defense, you know Xavier Rhodes is going to be covering Brown most of the game, and you know they're going to try to key on Le'Veon Bell with the run game. Brian might have a couple big plays and a touchdown. This one, I really think.
1: Okay, so I, that's an interesting play. That's a boomer bus kind of play, and that's what you got to do if you're trying to win some of these big time tournaments. You got to go where you think the touchdowns are. You're right, Xavier. Bumpy roads will probably be on AB all day, and maybe Martavis Bryant can get past the 39 year old Terrence Newman. I got some other ideas for you. Remember how I said how. Um, Dallas is going to try to attack Denver via the run, and that's why I love Ezekiel Elliott. Well, the flip side is also true. Denver is going to try to attack the Cowboys via the pass. That Dallas Cowboys secondary um, is completely new from last year, so I like to- Marius Thomas at 7,000. I also like Emmanuel Sanders at 6,400. A little bit lower, here's two cheaper wide receivers I like for you. One is Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen with over 10 catches in week one. I think he's primed to be kind of Sam Bradford's security blanket on Fanduel going at only 5,800 on FanDuel. I like Adam Thielen if you need a cheap wide receiver. The other cheap wide receiver I'm going to give you is Kendall Wright. Kendall Wright is only 5,400 on FanDuel, okay? And remember, there have been so many injuries to the chicago bears okay we're hearing about jordan howard we know kevin white is already gone we know cam meredith is already gone somebody is going to have to catch the ball everyone thinks it's going to be tyree cohen don't sleep on their wide receivers either you can get a very cheap option in kendall Wright at 5400 if you need a cheap option that's where i like hey chris tell me about your tight ends who do you like a tight end here in week two
0: so week two right now in this lineup, I have uh, Jimmy Graham. Okay. Uh, I think after a lackluster week one, once again, people are going to sleep on him. He'll be low-owned. I like going off the low-owned guys. Right. Uh, and Jimmy Graham could pop. I mean, he could get you the touchdown you need. San Francisco's weak. Uh, even though the Seattle O-line is weak, that's why I don't think they'll be able to run the ball as well as we might think against San Francisco. So they might have to throw it, and I think Jimmy Graham's the guy this week. I also like Colby Fleener a lot. I think he builds upon that week one five catches and a touchdown. So those are my two tight ends that I like.
1: All right, fair enough. I like Kobe Fleener out there. You can get Kobe Fleener pretty cheap as well. Remember, a ton of production happening in the Dome as the Saints take on the Patriots. I'm going to give you two other tight ends real quick. I like Zach Ertz. I think Zach Ertz continues to keep it rolling with Carson Wentz. And remember, they're up against the Chiefs this week. The Chiefs lost their all-pro safety Eric Berry in week one. So I think all the more opportunity for that middle of the field. Carson Wentz to Zach Ertz. I like Zach Ertz at 6,100 on FanDuel. The other tight end I'm going to give you is Charles clay charles clay in that bills panthers game clay is only 5200 there are not a ton of options in this buffalo offense okay tyrod taylor does not have a chemistry yet with jordan matthews does not have a chemistry yet with zay jones we're hearing reports that shady mccoy is a little banged up as well i like charles clay to possibly get into the end zone against the panthers in week two give me a defense real quick chris who do you like in defense my defense my sleeper defense i really
0: like they're also cheap Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Chicago Bears who are completely depleted. That's true. And, you know, as you've seen in hard knocks, I'm not playing off the hard knocks thing. I know a lot of people do, but uh, I just think that this defense is much improved and they have a great week on matchup, obviously, and they're at home. I just like that. Yeah, it looks I like, like a lot of turnovers right I there. I like
1: that. The emotion in that building as they kick off this season. And you're right. In hard knocks, we saw the defensive line and General McCoy get a ton of pressure. I'm going slightly different on defense. I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens at 4,700 against the Cleveland Browns. They are at home. That defense shut out the Bengals last week. They now return home, and they're going up against the Cleveland Browns team, who is led by a rookie quarterback. I think he is primed to make a, uh, some mistakes, especially with that pass rush coming in and a little bit better defense than he saw in week one at home against Pittsburgh. I think Deshaun Kaiser is prone to make a mistake or two against the Ravens. So I'm going with the Baltimore Ravens at 4,700. But if you have some more money to spend, why not the Oakland Raiders? They're going up against the New York Jets, the J-E-T-S, who are tanking and trying to just end the season. I think that's the actual acronym for the Jets. So at 5,300, I like uh, the Oakland Raiders. Uh, This was fun, Chris. I like what you're doing over here. We're going to make this a regular weekly thing. But only... Only if your lineup hits, okay? So if your lineup doesn't hit, we're not going to have you back. Okay, that
0: sounds fine. I think it's going to hit. And I really love the the, um – the, any defense that you stream against the Jets. I That's like
1: right. that plan. Week by week, you could go with any defense against the Jets. You could also use them in your fantasy pools if you want. Okay, going over to Fantasy Factor right now, you can use Chris's lineup, my lineup, straight DFS contest. They got great ones, and it's single entry, so you don't got to worry about 100 people entering the polls. Okay, fantasyfactor.com. When I come back, we check in on the poll, and I tell you what home dogs have a chance to cover and win in week two. Dane Martinez, Speeds, the spitting statistician. I ain't a player. I just cry. Rush a lot right here on the Fantasy Freestyle. Come on back. Fantasy freestyle Dante Foreman I think is in a legit committee now with Lamar Miller okay Lamar Miller had 18 carries for 61 yards Dante Foreman had 12 carries for 40 yards and Foreman is only owned in 8 percent of leagues I wouldn't be surprised if Foreman overtakes Lamar Miller as the lead back in Houston by the second half of the season weekdays from 7 to 8 p.m eastern on the CBC sports radio network Welcome back. We're dropping stats over beats. It's the Fantasy Freestyle with your boy Speeds, the spitting Statistician. So many calls, I couldn't get to them all. Remember, if you want to holler at me and still get my advice, you can. Just hit me up at Spittin' Speeds on Twitter. I'll be sure to try and take care of all your questions right there. You heard Chris give his DFS lineup. I gave you some DFS action as well. What you could do, though, is go to DailyRoto.com or RotoExperts.com slash DKMS. We are teaming up to fight blood cancer, okay? If you enter your lineup and win weeks one through sixteen you then get entered into another DFS contest the week seventeen. If you win that one you get two free tickets to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota you learn about how you could also help us fight blood cancer. It is a win win situation the fantasy sports network partnering with DKMS. we got time for one more call, and it's going to be our friend of the show. If you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you've heard him a bunch. It is Taco in Alabama. Taco, let me help you one more time. I feel like I'm setting your lineup for you this week. I hope that means you win in week two because then you'll have no faith whatsoever in me. Taco in Alabama, how can I help you on a Friday as we close out the show?
0: Uh, you don't set my lineup. I'm the one that pushes the buttons. you just help
1: out? Fair enough. How can I help I
0: need, you? I need some advice i've got a trade offer uh dj and jameson crowder for james white
1: uh I'm, no I have
0: dj and crowder
1: you have dj Think so? yes so this guy's offering you james white
0: for dj and crowder
1: listen david johnson is not going to come back to envy of any value for you this year Taco. He's not going to be of any value for you this year. He is like a a chip that you could just cash in. And if it has value to someone else, mine as well. If you're already okay at wide receiver, yeah, I think that's okay to go with James White if it's a PPR league. If it's a PPR league, I think it's okay. If it's not, I don't. Because listen, DJ is not going to be any value for you this season. So if it's a PPR league, uh, Taco, I'll, I'll take the James White side. Sure. Sounds good, man. Thank you. Thanks so much, man. Come on back next week and let me know how it is. And to everybody, thank you so much for the calls, for the tweets, for the love. I really appreciate it. I am feeling the love. Like I said, though, we got a poll question up on Twitter, and I asked you, what home dog has the best chance to win? You got the Colts home laying more than a touchdown, the Saints, the Broncos, and the Jaguars. Last week, I told you I liked all four of the home dogs to win against the spread, and three of them did. You thought I was crazy, but the Browns covered against the spread. the Bears covered against the spread the Lions and Jim Bob Cooter won outright the Niners were the only one this week out of the four I only like one of them, though. I don't think the Jaguars cover against the Titans. I think they show themselves to not be a first-class team. I think the Titans win and cover there. I think the Cowboys go into Denver and win and cover because they grind it out in a time of possession kind of game, and they use Ezekiel Elliott as their bell cow to win that game. Of the other two, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think the strongest play is the Indianapolis Colts at home. They're getting more than a touchdown, okay? And I think they're going to go with Brissett. I think he's going to be better than Tolzien. They're at home, so they won't get blown out as much. A touchdown is a lot. And here's the thing. I don't believe the Cardinals offense is going to be able to put up that many points. My lock of the week, to be quite honest, is the Cardinals Colts' under 45 right now and so if there's not a lot of points being scored by either team, those 7.5 points kind of mean a lot. I know it sounds crazy but take the Indianapolis Colts if you're catching more than a touchdown against the Cardinals because Carson Palmer is washed and without David Johnson, I don't believe in the potential of that Cardinals offense to go on the road even against the horrible defense. When it comes to the Saints and Pats, this is going to be a shootout. I think the Breeze and and the Saints can maybe get a backdoor cover. So ultimately, I'll take two of the home dogs. I'll take the Saints and I'll take the Colts. Good luck to everybody winning some cash this week. Good luck to everybody in their fantasy rosters, their DFS lineups. If you need last minute help, I'll be right here back Sunday morning from 9am to kickoff on Lineup Lock Live with Emery Hunt, Maria Marino, my man Tony Cincata, Jake Sealy, and Corey Parson and the whole crew tune in for 11th hour help. I'm your boy, Speeds the Spittin' Statistician. See you next week on the Fantasy Freestyle.